Hi, I'm Neil Anderson. Welcome to my podcast. This is Return to Real, Honest Health and Fitness. And I've been looking really forward to this podcast for a long time. I have a very broad, I guess, definition of health. So I'm a fitness guy. I always have been. But I like health better. And one of the things that I've always thought is that health is a component of many different things. And I've kind of narrowed it down to eight different things. And one of those things um, is what you guys do. You guys do essential oils. And my whole thing is, what's an essential oil? I've been looking forward to this. So I'm here. I've got Tim Hightower on my left. Hi, Tim. How you doing? Good to see you. Missy Larson. Hello there. In the studio also. You guys are from doTERRA. Yes. Yes. I can't think of a greater authority on essential oils than doTERRA. No, there is not. I may know a few things or two about essential oils. I think, I think I've been learning a ton. I've been going over this for the last couple of weeks. I've been looking forward to this interview. And um, for the last couple of weeks, I've been studying this. It's fascinating, awesome. And in terms of full disclosure, I've used them before. I've even used doTERRA essential oils before. And I would say that I gained relief in a shoulder from it. I would say that today I rubbed some... Oh, ginger. I put a little drop mm. in my belly button, so and I would say that it, it kind of helped me with some stomach issues I had going on. And um, so I, I kind of don't know if I can be unbiased toward them, because I think they work. Well, and that's the biggest thing. I'll have people ask me, you know, well, you know, how do you get over the fact that I think that my wife buying all of this is crazy? And, and I look at the person and say, have you tried them? Because I think the minute you try them is the minute that you think there's something to these, and um, and it's a natural solution that that doesn't take much thought. So I they also that. smell good. Yeah, I, I love that. And so I'm excited to be with you too. Um, you're one of the VPs, and you've got more titles than I can even talk about. And I'm I'm so honored to have you here, Missy. That's exciting, Tim. You're former former NFL player. Yeah, And I'm excited to kind of hear your stories about it. But let me tell you where I'd like to go with this topic. we got a little bit of time to cover it. Um, I want to find out about essential oils. I'm not sure I know exactly what they are. Okay, and so I'm going to come at this from uh, what is essential oils, how do they work, how do you use them, what are the dosages. I've found that it's a controversial subject, at least when I got delving online about it. There's some real controversies out there. I'd like to ask you guys the questions about those. So I want to find out what they are. Then I want to get into what's hot right now. Right. What's what are the essential oils? We're we're in the middle of the winter right now. It's cold and flu season. I've got a little stomach ache. What's hot? What's cool? You're a fitness guy, Tim. I want to find out what you use and why from a fitness standpoint. And I want to talk about doTERRA. Mm -hmm. What's the history of doTERRA? Where did it come from? And other questions. And this is where I want to get into the controversials of it. I hope you guys are open to discuss some of the controversials of it. Um, I was fascinated by that online. I was fascinated. But let's peel it all back first. You got to be careful where you're searching online. Yeah. (laughs) I loved it. Like I, I was, there were people foaming at the mouth on this stuff. Sure. I thought I thought, well, this is equal parts silly and interesting, but I'd like to get your perspective on it and then maybe offer some of my perspectives on it. What are they? Let's strip it back. What's an essential oil? You know, the most important thing is I think when people hear the word essential, their mind immediately goes to um, something that is essential in the way that you can't live without it. He said the essential oils is actually the essence 
of the oil. So it's the essence of the botanical. So you get down to the essence of the botanical and you end up with an oil that can be used and it's the, um, it's the, and, and I'm not going to speak in these great medical scientific terms in this, but, but just so that everybody understands, it's, it's more of the essence of it. It's not meaning that you cannot live without it. Right. That's what I would have thought. Like, because we know there are 16 essential amino acids your body needs, right. them, especially now in the big veganism thing. Um, everybody's talking about that. These aren't essential in terms of the same mm-hmm. way proteins are. So when you understand that it's really the essence of the botanical, and you look at different botanicals, we all see natural products. There are so many natural products on the market. And we all look to natural products for solutions in almost everything we do. Even the basis of aspirin is a natural you know, basis there. Yeah, white willow bark, right? Yeah, That's so, where, it, where it comes from. So it's fascinating to find um, that people do get so hot over this because um, the natural essence of a botanical could mean that, that the essence of a lavender, which tends to be a more calming botanical, um, whether you're using that that lavender in tea or however you're using it, it's the essence of that lavender that actually comes out in the oil, which then comes to the body. Where peppermint is going to be more of a uh, pep- peppy um, because it, it it wakens up the the body and you can use that in your mouth to freshen breath. You can put it at the bottom of your feet if you want a little energy when you go running. Um, it's So there's different pieces of those essence of whatever botanical you're using to be able to for those to shine through and then what happens so we take the essence of the botanical and then do we put it in an oil is it an oil how's that work it it it's so you have a distillation um facility that actually takes so if you let's take our bulgarian fields we have huge fields of lavender there and um it's actually you you take those um when when they're the most beautiful you don't take them yet because it's it's actually right after they start to come down from their color and the the oils start to really thrive at, right after peak beauty you know is just kind of coming back down that they they cut all of those and they take them over to a distillation facility and you're actually crushing and pushing and you're bringing the oils out of the essence directly the pure oils out of that lavender and that comes out and I've seen it come out of those Bulgarian distillation where it just is just drips out as as pure lavender I got a buddy that it's got a uh, vineyard, a couple of vineyards, and they just had their first harvest. It sounds a lot like yeah. the winemaking process. Yeah. They wait for a little bit for the grape, but they don't take the grape when you and I would eat it. That's interesting. I'm, yeah. I'm kind of glad to hear that. And we work with farmers all over the world in different ways because um, because the essential oils will, could come from bark. They could, you know, we have cinnamon bark. We have, um, the, um, you have a resin that is actually frankincense. So summer trees, we have a great new oil, Copaiba or Copaiba, depending on yeah, how you want to say it out of Brazil. specifics about that. Love that one. Yeah. And that's from a tree. And so it's, um, you know, it could be a tree oil, it could be a plant oil. There's lots of different ways. But the essence of that is whatever that tree is, is what's coming out or what, or that botanical. And so there, there are certain health benefits, I'm presuming, to a lot of these. Mm-hmm. And we use those for their health benefits. Is that the point? Why, why are people buying these things? Because they've worked for them. 
Yeah. You know, and I think Tim might be able to answer that as well. Yeah, for me, having a background of performance, right? And when a lot of people look at performance, they're thinking about just athletic performance. Now, you played for the Playing, Cardinals. I played in the NFL. In the NFL for you played Cardinals, for the, Cardinals. the Saints, 49ers, Redskins. Had a lot of injuries, and I spent a lot of time away from football. Yeah, imagine. In that pursuit, you're thinking about 365, 24-7. How can I and what can I do to enhance my performance? Yeah. What you come to find out is performance is not just on the field. Performance is better sleep, mm-hmm. right? It's, it's, it's better emotions, relieving stress. All of the things that, as I found out, as I translated, transferred out of football, Oh, I still need that to be a dad, right? Oh, I still yeah. need focus. I still, I still need to calm down. I still need to relieve stress. I need, to, I still need to get a good night's sleep and be able to focus and do the things to be a better husband, be, be a better dad on my career. And so you find that the quickest thing that 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 impacts those are our senses. What I smell, what I look at, what I think about. For me, that's what I found with these essential oils. Sometimes they're the quickest thing that can impact, right? You, we all have a scent that if someone walks around, walks through a room, it grabs your attention. It up, it up, ups, uplifts your mood. Right. You don't know what it is, but there's something that appeals differently to me than it appeals to you. What right. is that, right. right? And so that's what, as I went through my last surgery, I had five surgeries. I was looking for something just to get me some relief so I could get a good night's sleep. So my wife, she starts diffusing this stuff. I don't know what, what it is. It's serenity. It has lavender in it. It has veteran. It has all these different things. I don't know what it was. But all I know is from my body, something brought a calming um, feeling for me where I got sleep. So now I get a good night's sleep. Well, guess what? That's increased performance. Because if I can sleep good, now all of a sudden growth hormone, all these things increase, I can recover. That's improved performance. I love that. So we're... Sometimes it's indirect and sometimes it's also Correct. direct. There Correct. are some of these essences that have a, a – for example, my mother – I threw my shoulder out three years ago. I probably tore it. It's been three years and it still hurts mm-hmm. today. I can do – I can hurt it right now. And so mom is kind of a white witch and she walks <laughs> over to me and she rubs this frankincense on me. And she's like, this will help you a ton. And I rolled my eyes at her. And I was like, that's not going to help me at all. And it did. I couldn't believe that the relief I felt, it, yeah. it didn't heal the shoulder. My shoulder still hurt. But I couldn't believe the relief I felt. And that was yeah. that was more direct than maybe just a sense. Or was I just smelling that? What were your thoughts on that? Well, no, here, here's the thing when I, when I look at it. It's one thing that I learned about injuries in our bodies. Our bodies are awesome and adapting, right? So you have you have injuries that are acute and you have things that are chronic. Things take time. I think we all look for right now, especially when it relates to healthcare or performance, we want that pill, we want that instant gratification, something that when we touch it, when we taste it, we take it, all of a sudden immediately we feel amazing. But yet our bodies have adapted to our environments, they've adapted to the stresses in our life, and so not understanding that it's a process, right? And so whether it's an oil, diffusing an oil where it, it may immediately calm my, calm my situation down, or uh, applying some deep blue rub that may help with some inflammation. There may be some chronic things that um, take lifestyle changes. It takes changing what I'm putting in my body for me to receive, for see, to see an outward result of what's been going on. And so I think sometimes we just have to take our mind away from it. If I don't feel an immediate relief, then it's not working. Yeah. 
right? You know, yeah, so I was that give, way it, with, give it some time. I was that way with like a lavender or something. I don't sleep well at night. And, yeah. And so this, they they were diffusing some lavender or something. Wouldn't we try that? Yeah. Anyway, um, I, it didn't help me too much at yeah. first. I wonder if I just didn't give it long enough. But, so it's, but, but, that, but here's the thing, though. So, okay, all right. There's a reason why um, you you walk into a, a store, right? And there are all different types of choices, right? right? Food, different food appeals to different people. Different scents appeal to different people. I can't explain why that happens, but all I know, in the same way that I found with 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 uh, nutrition, I tried paleo, I tried keto, I tried I tried all of these different uh, uh, um, uh, uh, diets and fad diets. What I did find out is. What my what works for my body and what works for my wife's body is completely different. She lives by more of a plant based diet. I need lean meat and vegetables, right? I feel great when I'm doing this. She feels great when she when she's doing that. It's in the same the same way. Maybe serenity is not lavender is not your thing. Maybe it does not appeal to your your senses or the lymphic system or whatever it is that you know. But maybe there's something else that does. Right, and so maybe it's chamomile, but maybe it's Roman chamomile. Right. There, there, and that's why DoTerra is so great, is because a what attracted me to DoTerra is how they first of all they're going to get the best of the best, right? You can get essential oils from anywhere, okay. But the process of how you're harvesting, of how you're ex- extracting these essential oils, are you getting the best of the best? Are you getting pure essential oils? And then not only that, how are you getting it? How are you treating the people there? How you treating the environment? All of these things factor into it, but they make sure that they're getting the best oils. And that's a wide range and a combination for different types of people. Awesome. Which is a huge thing because um, right now, the, the biggest thing that we see at doTERRA is there is it, it's very expensive to do what Tim is talking right now and actually produce very pure oil. You have to know your sourcing agents. You have to know who you're working with. Know who you're on the ground with. Make sure that you're not using trafficked labor. That you're um, I mean our sourcing model, we're paying on time. We're paying year round. Um, we are paying um, fair wages in, in regions that have never had fair wages. We go in with a humanitarian arm which I'm over now with the Healing Hands um, initiatives or foundation and and we support their waterways or if they need education. So it, it really takes building a village to be able to have these communities that work with you to to produce very pure oils because the industry itself and and in most agriculture industries it's it's hard to find um purity it's hard to find um it's expensive to do purity and um and so a lot of people shy away from that they'll go the easier route they'll they'll find ways and i worked in the utah attorney general's office prior to coming to doTERRA and the biggest reason that pulled me there was because i saw the way that doTERRA sources and i had worked for um four years with the utah attorney general on fighting human trafficking and i started to learn so much about labor trafficking throughout the world 
and with labor trafficking, uh, the DOJ thinks that in most sourcing levels, there's six layers of sourcing, and they have what's called usually two layers of hidden corporations where they're actually registering names from labored individuals, and they have no way to track that right now. And so for us to know who we're working with on the ground and have great relationships with the people in developing countries, and and it takes away a lot of that risk of trafficked labor. And so when you're getting this oil, you're getting people who are who on the other side of the world are actually um, finding ways to live in ways that they never had before. Their communities are are become are coming out of poverty. I mean, it's it's amazing to watch what's happening in our sourcing areas. And then you bring the oils through, and they're tested every level of the way. So they're tested on site there. Then they come over in, and they're bottled here, and they go through a whole layer of scientific testing for purity, and make sure that if we say peppermint is in that bottle, it's pure peppermint in that bottle. And so that. That is a very rare thing, but if you walk into a dollar shop and you find that there's oils there and they say pure on them, then what is the difference between a doTERRA peppermint and this dollar oil? And and the difference is that we can prove purity, and purity matters in these reasons why um, you know what you're putting in your body, and then you can figure out dosages. You can figure out the stability of the oils within when they are pure. When you don't have that, you don't know what's going in your body because if there's a lot of junk that's thrown in with it and you have only 50% peppermint and then 50% of a synthetic or something else that's just thrown in there, you don't have a stable environment to be able to figure out dosages. So... In all the criticisms I saw online, I've never seen anything that criticized the purity of your your products, of the doTERRA products. But I do have two questions about that. Number one, what are the do- dosages? And number two, who who decides this? So really interestingly, it's it hasn't it hasn't been known, and, yeah. and that's very you know. But here's the amazing thing: DoTerra is actually putting the resources into finding out. We yeah. just purchased um, a, a very expensive medical machine that figures out dosages. So for the first time ever, we are working across a whole level of um, different oils to see the dosages. And you'll see over the next many years, um, scientifically tested through medical processes, and we'll have dosages on. That's an interesting question. I'm I'm excited to find out more about that. I I think you guys would be setting a standard for sure there. I'm not. Yeah, nobody else. I looked all over the internet. I couldn't find a a standard for peppermint, for example, or lavender, for example. Not that, but there are some that are more medical in nature. And when we come back, I want to talk a little bit more about the specific ones. Like, I'm interested in lavender. What is that? Why? Um, I'm interested in things like lemon. This um, copaiba, Mm -hmm. that stuff is super interesting to me. And why copaiba versus CBD oil? Why not CBD oil? I didn't see it on any of your guys' stuff. I'd like to discuss that. And then um, I'd like to get into some history and such if we Great. can. So we'll talk all uh, all about that and uh, some of the more controversial stuff in a packed next <laughs> segment right after this. You're listening to Return to Real Honest Health and Fitness. One. 
Hi, welcome back. I'm Neil Anderson, and this is the Return to Real podcast. It's honest health and fitness. Part of your health is reducing inflammation, managing injury, etc., etc. Today I've got Missy Larson with too many titles to name and Tim Hightower from the NFL um, on the show. We're talking essential oils, and I've got a particular fascination with them. We went to break last time talking a little bit about... Um, what the dosages were and how we apply them. And I think it was interesting to me to find out that you guys are going to try to set standards for that. I, I yeah. applaud that. I think that's amazing, especially with kind of you guys' high level of medical research that you do. And, and you're, you're, I, I really admire that about doTERRA. I think you guys really are trying to get it right. And I've never heard a complaint so far about that. I'm sure I haven't gone that deep into the internet yet. But and we're getting better and better every day. Yeah, well, good. I, I can see that. And that's one of the reasons I wanted to have you guys on. Um, Tim, you were you were talking in the last segment, in fact, during the break, and then I made you stop, that you have a regimen now. Yeah. And your part of your regimen has involves these essential oils. Yeah. Let me in on that. Tell me tell me what that is. I'm a, I'm a guy that works out. A lot of the folks that are listening yeah. to this work out. What do we need? What, what are the things that we should be looking to right now? Well, look, I, I have to keep it simple. Um, I have three kids now, work, wife, family, traveling. Um, so for me, it helps to keep things simple, kind of create a routine. In the morning, it's all about waking up. It's all about, you know, getting my focus for the day, uh, you know, my meditation and things like that. And so in the morning, I like to, first of all, drinking. It's, it's shown that when you drink water first thing in the morning, warm water kind of helps stimulate your digestive tract and um, your immune system and all these different things get rid of some of the toxins. So I'll do a few drops of lemon and some warm water, a few drops of grapefruit. And uh, there's a Zendocrine, um, which is a detoxification blend that we have there at doTERRA. And it just really, for me, helps me kind of get that digestion going, but also just wakes me up a little bit. It's, it's not, you know, like a, a coffee effect, but it's just kind of just gets me going. That's part of my morning routine. And then on top of that, you uh, drop it right in the water. I drop it right right there in the water. You take the essential oils and drop them in. It's yeah, ingestible. I mean, and there on uh, most of the bottles, uh, or you can read on the, on the on the website. It'll let you know if if it's for internal use or not. Some oils okay. can be uh, diffused as well as used topically, as well as ingested. Some oils are just more, uh, you know, topical or. or um, to in- inhale it to be diffused. Does so, it take a higher amount or level of refinement for it to be ingestible? When you there's different oil, there's different oils that are di- you know ingestible and and some others that that right. are not. Okay, yeah. oh, that was that was bleeds me to my next yeah. question. So you're saying that was a thing that you wake up to. I wake up to that. Sort of a stimulant? Is that the purpose yeah. of well, it? Well, that that's kind of a detox, and, and it's kind of that's just part of a routine that wakes me up. From there. I like to do a little bit of um, there's there's a passion and a focus blend um, has some cinnamon and has some uh, peppermint oil which there's a lot of research on peppermint oil just kind of rubbing that smelling that and you'll feel that the effects of it just kind of opening your your you know your senses and getting you ready to go those are the types of things that I like to do in the morning um, I mean I could list a whole uh, 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 array of things but really it's the cinnamon it's the it's the peppermint oil in the morning and that um, one you rub on I rub that in my hands okay right and I just take a few deep breaths sometimes depending on especially in this cold season there's a breathe uh, we call it breathe uh, uh, blend that really that has peppermint peppermint in, the, in there eucalypt some eucalyptus and stuff like that help open up your um, your airways and stuff like that but also just alert your senses and, and uh, really kind of wakes you up helps you stay alert and, and, and uh, just get ready to go and then what? 
Where are you at next? Is that, that your morning routine? That's part of it. I mean, there are many things. I, I like to pray and, and write and focus and kind of visualize and stuff like that. So these things kind of set, kind of help set a platform for, again, for me to, you know, you got the internal, uh, you have your mental focus, and then you, you know, you got you, you got to, you got to do, do your thing, right? Being in the NFL for as yeah. long as you have been, what is the, what are you doing for anti-inflammatory? I imagine you've got quite a few injuries. Yeah. I, I do too. And this yeah. is one of the things I think most of my listeners are going to key in on. What, what is the thing I can do to decrease some inflammation? Well, the great thing about it, there's a lot of research on turmeric. Um, and so the turmeric capsules, doTERRA actually has a turmeric capsule. What capsule, I didn't know, not, not capsule, like capsule. A, oh. But here's the thing, though. It, it's, it's a dual chamber turmeric capsule. I didn't know until uh, uh, um, the more I used it and the more I, I researched and found out about it so that you have the powder, which most people usually take turmeric powder uh, uh, capsules. doTERRA created something where they're using, utilizing the powder, but they're also using the oil, right, uh, from the plant. So you're getting both, um, both part of, uh, parts of the plant extract. Uh, for that in- inflammation, things like ginger. For me, post workout turmeric, I'm taking every morning. If I have a heavy workout, I may I may do a little bit more after after the workout. Some turmeric, uh, some ginger. There's a deep blue rub that I like to do things topically as well as internal because I feel like health starts within. Uh, so I'm taking some turmeric. I'm taking taking some ginger, uh, but I'm also applying some deep blue rub um, topically. After I'm working out to make sure you're keeping that uh, decreasing that inflammation, you want some of the good inflammation. Right. Yeah. But that chronic inflammation, you know, that you want to get rid of. And so that's why I like to make sure I take care of it from internally as well as topically, too. What's the hot one right now? What's the hot um, scent, the hot essential yeah. oil? It's not really a scent. Yeah. That's what I just learned from you. It's not. Well, I love adaptive. I love adaptive because here, here's the thing. Here's what I found in playing. Um, a lot of people ask me about the workouts. Right. And I always say. A workout is only as good as you're able to recover from. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I don't care how what kind of workout. If you're stressed out, if you're not recovering, and stress can be from a lot of different things. But if you're not able to to relax and, and, and focus, get a good night's sleep. One good night's sleep has been researched to, to show, uh, has been shown to have some of the best impact on healing, on recovery, on mental all these things. So if I'm stressed out, I can't recover, I can't sleep, I can't do anything. I don't care what kind of workouts I'm doing. And so this adaptive blend. Uh, that came out what a few months ago. Yeah, it was launched just in the this ago. yeah this last uh, so, September. So there's a there, there's a, and it's a blend, and I don't know everything that's in it. You can definitely check it on DoTerra's website. But all I know is before I go to sleep, I'm taking the capsule form, I'm taking the roll on, and I'm inhaling it along with some Serenity that has lavender, it has vetiver, uh, it has a few other things. I put those two combinations, like I said, in a diffuser at night before I go to sleep. On my wrist, uh, the back of my neck, the bottom of my feet, all those were those pressure points, right? You have the acupressure, acu- acupressure points, um, and I, it, it for me, I know it helps me sleep, and and uh, that's a good night's sleep is sometimes the key to higher performance, uh, reduced stress, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, especially for guys my age, we need a little more sleep. We're, we're not sleeping. I think as I think well that applies for all of us, man. <laughs> yeah. What's this Kabiba stuff? Uh, I was going through your website and i was looking for cbd oils i am i'm uniquely interested in that cbd d oil i didn't find it and i was wondering and it it seems to me like there's a a new thing that i've never heard of called capiva am i saying that right yeah 
Copaiba. Some people say Copaiba. Some say yeah. Copaiba. Okay. Uh, is it intended to be a CBD oil alternative? And um, maybe the second part of that question is, why no CBD oil? Mm. You know, as as we're watching this play out with CBD, we're watching the feds that are trying to figure out how to regulate marijuana, right. how to regulate all of the things around that plant, around hemp, um, and the discussions on all of CBD and our owners made a decision very early on that they would never do anything that looked anywhere near breaking a law and until the feds deal with everything it's not even a discussion right now it's not even a discussion we're we have a cop Copaiba or um, an essential oil. And the difference is, you know, you can get into um, the receptor discussions on CB1 and 2 and and all of that. And you can find out all of that on the Internet. You can go do a lot of research on that. doTERRA has some great podcasts and and um, Dr. Hill has spoken a lot about that. But um, interestingly, CBD isn't an essential oil. CBD is a botanical that people call an oil, but it isn't an essential oil. Copaiba is actually an essential oil, and oil, and essential oils do react differently in the body. Help me understand the differences between a, a botanical and an oil. Well, and I don't know all of the exact scientific reasoning behind that. I just know I don't think it goes through the complete. It's a, it's a part of the plant, but it's not going through the essence of the oil um, distillation the way that this copaiba does. I mean, you can tap this tree and it and just drips out copaiba. You can see um, online if you look into some of our sourcing videos and watch copaiba literally coming just directly from the tree. Where where with um, with CBD, you're actually taking the plants and you're taking and, yeah. pieces, you know, and you're doing that. So it's. Um, there's a lot on the internet about CBD, and people are having good results with it, or it wouldn't be such a big discussion. Well, and they're also having that poor lady last week that was a bus driver, right. and she got fired for having THC in her system, and she said she was using CBD oils, and they, I guess they're enough, there's enough THC inside yeah. the CBD oil to trip one of the tests, and she got fired. Well, and it's really, it's it's a tricky thing right now, because there there is all over the map, right? You've got... Yeah, and it's confusing. I think people are very confused by it. The discussions um, right now in Washington about CBD, I mean, it's taking up everybody's time. Everybody's looking at that right now. Um, it's it's an interesting discussion, and people could probably spend all day long just trying yeah. to understand how it all works. Um, some people have said they've had great results. Copaiba, this essential oil out of the Amazon, in Brazilian Amazon, is an amazing oil. And, and um, using it with our deep blue, putting a little bit in with the deep blue and rubbing on, you immediately feel the relief. It's yeah. it's um, it's an amazing oil, and you can find out a lot more on doTERRA.com. We could spend... Good to know. It's good yeah. to know that there's an alternative. It seems... I was listening to that poor lady that got fired last week, and I was like, I wonder what would be yeah. something different for her. That's why I wanted to bring up that kabiba. So it is that kabiba is, is sort of a... Uh, substitute maybe for the inflammation and some of the general things. There's some that- comparisons. So if, if you go online um, to doTERRA.com and put in Dr. Hill CBD versus Copaiba, there's w- a great yeah, video I on that. I watched some of that and I got and interrupted. It's really fascinating. Let's talk about the history of doTERRA. Where, where, where did doTERRA come from? What is the purpose of the company? Where did it come from? Uh, explain. 
was I was fascinated by it because I read a book recently that um, had talked about botanicals and and where they come from and there's a there's a huge group of people more than I would have imagined that are really into the healing properties of some of these essential oils. It's a huge booming business. Yeah, where did it come from? Where's what's essential the essential oils story? have been around quite a while. Um, Twelve years ago, seven owners got together and they looked at forming a company. They they named it doTERRA. It means gift of the earth. And they really are remarkable, seven individuals who still are together as full partners in this. 12 years later, they're still all together. And I find that fascinating in itself, that you can have seven owners in a company, and more than a decade later, they've been able to work through major, major, major growth, where right now in um, Pleasant Grove alone, there's over 2,800 employees. Um, If you drive through Pleasant Grove, it's doTERRAville. And... um, it's it's and then internationally 14 different corporate offices another 800 employees plus over 100,000 farmers that are out there working that directly source to doTERRA it is a large large company it's the largest essential oils company in the world um in 2018 we did some um we were part of a research project with um a group that's called Verified Markets and they looked at the market itself and saw that we're definitely in a growth market doTERRA um at that point had 23% of the whole global market in essential oils um the next one behind that was at about 8, 18% and then uh, well down into the 3-4 and then the rest of the world had had the rest of the 50% of of the essential oils market. Um, the reason why doTERRA has grown is because uh, the the company, the way that they are, it's a very integrous company. They have great owners. Um, they're very upfront about the fact that um, it is a beautiful model if you want to sell it. But you can purchase it for yourself or your families from the website and work on it that way if you'd like. I actually purchased doTERRA for five years previous to me coming into the company at all. Never sold it. It wasn't something that I chose to do. Some people are choosing to do it as a business, and it's a fabulous business for them. So it's it's a great it, – it allows many different So that people understand. Not yeah. to I'm sorry for that. But so that it, people understand, this is multi-level marketing which is um, the way that they distribute. The distribution channel is, yeah, it's a direct sales channel where if people choose to distribute it, it is is a multi-level. Um, I heard but, a lot of I heard a lot of controversy online. About yeah, that. there is a lot over that industry, um, and and because there are a few companies who who take this financial model and say, hey, you're going to make this much money, and if you do this, then this, and it and it looks like a pyramid scheme. Yeah. Well, the fact about DoTerra is it's the exact opposite in that um, DoTerra is based in the product, 100% in the product. So if you come to a convention, a DoTerra convention, you're not going to get pitched on a business. You're going to come and you're going to learn how to use the different oils, the sciences of the oils, where they're sourced. Um, the different international partners that we have come in for it. We've got scientists. We have even veterinarians that come in and talk about yeah. using it on pets. It's it's a totally different experience, and it kind of rocks people's world because they walk in and say, wow. I, and I think probably the first time Tim came yeah. to a convention, he was probably blown away a little bit because you could sit through that and and there's so much knowledge about just how, like the questions you're asking today, 
it's it's how do you use them? How scientifically proved? How are they all of these things? That's what our conventions are. And and we don't base ourselves in touting huge financial. Now, people definitely have done well selling doTERRA because it's such an amazing product. But it is a product-based product company i would come to one of those seminars just to listen it's please do well here's if if i could interject right there because for me the way i i was introduced to um i didn't know much about direct sales multi-level marketing however you want to um say it all i knew was the stereotypes prior to i didn't know much about doTERRA and i was introduced through an injury so searching for different ways i spent four years five surgeries and i needed something um it was that experience with the product. I needed someone to share that with me. And so as I came to doTERRA, um, well, first of all, one thing I knew that no, I don't care how much money, how much success you have, when your health is compromised, that's the most important thing. So I wanted to be a part of something to right. find who, who cared about empowering and helping people be better. I honestly, in all honesty, I felt like pharmaceutical company and, and some doctors, I felt like I, I, I was let down. I spent a lot of money, a lot of time with surgeries, and I, I wasn't getting better. you know. And so I wanted to find and, and, and align myself. And once I found out what doTERRA was about, it was really kind of three pillars for me. It was the purity, the purity of the product. When I found out that process, when you see the process and you see what's being done and, and how they're going through, through lengths uh, to make sure they have pure products, but then also the nec- next part being the people how they treat people internally at doTERRA, right? You know, from a, a salesperson or working in a call center, go, working all the way up, you, you, know, you know, how they treat the family environment of how they treat the employees to how they're treating the harvester and, and, and the, the farmers on the other side of it. When I saw the purity of the product, I saw the people and I saw that process in between. For me, I was sold because it, it's, there's not a lot of opportunities. And I said, okay, here's why the multi-level marketing makes sense. Because I didn't know before is you have to share it. You have to experience it. It's not something that you can just kind of hear about. It, it doesn't really make sense. As, as you're asking, someone shares it with you, they're difficult. It's yeah. it's not you know these oils to know the essence of each oil and right. and what they're actually going to be effective for. This is really the only way to do it is a peer to peer sales, because I, I can't. You're going to go and you're going to say I don't. I have this little bottle of oil and I'm looking at it and I have no idea what to do with it. And right. until you have somebody that helps you learn what to do with that, then it becomes real to you. And it, and then you can use it in the right way and it's helpful. And so they really set that model up from the very beginning with that in mind, that it's an education process in each of the oils and that if people are trained in how to use them, then they need to share that with their peers and it's a sharing model. And that's what doTERRA does. They, they help people learn what it is. That was one of my, my questions in the controversy. So in terms of the, the multi-level marketing stuff, I've, I've never I've never had problems with yeah. that. We're all adults here. We can do our financials the way we want to. If it looks like a good business model, fine. Um, can I say one thing, too, before I know that we we can't go on forever here, but you know the, the model of the philanthropy within the one thing that I is in my heart is I'm VP over philanthropy and community impact, and it is so critical for this health model to give back. And the one thing that, that they did from the very, very beginning, the owner said, we are going to have a give back model. We are going to understand that as we have success within these oils, because they felt that they would, that they would give back to humanity, and they have done an amazing job of doing so, and so we have this whole 
National Healing Hands Foundation that is part of giving back throughout the world and and locally and and within our own communities. We do a lot of partner matching of different projects, and so it's a very humanitarian-based organization. Well, it feels like a company with a good heart. I've been impressed with them. I've seen a lot of the controversies. I wanted to talk to you guys about it. Um, but the more I kind of talk about it, we're all adults. We can do our, our research and we can find out what works and what doesn't work. Um, I was honored to have you two on today. Interesting talk. Interesting to learn about essential oils. I didn't know too much about it. I feel like I'm walking away with a better understanding. I also love that I can go and learn more about it. I loved the videos online. I was able to go and just read a ton. The one that's out right ton. now that is so fabulous. Go look up Pursue What's Pure, doTERRA. Pursue Great what's video. Pure, doTERRA. And the reason I wanted to is, and I, I'm thanking both of you, Missy and Tim, I'm, I'm grateful for you for giving us another thought on ways of improving our health. And that was the point of this show for me. And I feel like we did. I feel like we went a little farther. So thank you for coming on. Thank, thank you. you. Thank Appreciate you that. Um, folks, listen, um, first of the year's coming up. Last year we did this really cool thing. We started a burpee challenge. And I don't want you to get intimidated by that because the burpee challenge starts really little. And over the next three months, we're going to work our way up to a thing. And burpees are as good for you physically as they are for you mentally. I can't think of a better better exercise mentally and symbolically than getting knocked down and jumping back up into the air every single time. So I love burpees. I'm a big proponent of it. I would like you to, to join us if you're interested in, in improving your health physically and maybe with, uh, through some uh, some listening, but at least physically. Join us, gppfitness.com. I do a daily workout there. And starting the first of the year, we're going to start doing burpees. So start joining along with us. Get warmed up. Get in shape. Let's... Uh, Join me for the first of the year. I'm excited to work with you. Again, this is Neil Anderson. I'm excited. Thank you for joining us. And uh, this was the Return to Real podcast, Honest Health and Fitness. 